the one thing I am ready for, death. No, I'm not. That was very dark. There's only there's only um, two things you can can escape: taxes what? and death. Taxes and death. What was that? What was that? Uh, what were the lyrics of that song? Where it's like, there's only three things that are certain in life: it's taxes, uh, taxes, death, and something. Uh, ah, I can't remember. I just heard that song the other day too. Is that by like uh, Metallica? Nah, I don't know. Who, no, it's by some other band. Sade. Sade. Yeah, <laughs> Sade sings that. There's only one thing in this life that's certain: <laughs> taxes, death, and something. <laughs> She's like, I don't know the words either. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we're back. It's a fucking hot, hot day. Monday. Dying, hot and it's not day. even. It's not even the hottest day of the week yet. No summer <laughs> night. <laughs> Sandy, my darling. <laughs> oh, Sandy. <laughs> Stranded at the driving. Brandy. <laughs> Do you know it's going to be 108 on Friday? BS. I fucking swear to God, B- dude. I S. swear to Danzig, dude. 108. Yeah. Oh, I, man. Unless that's what my iPhone says. My iPhone, I think it said Thursday and Friday. No, man. No. But no. Let me, I mean, let me see if it's cooled down since I checked earlier. No, I mean, if I. Nope. <laughs> Friday, 108. Saturday, 106. We're all going to die. Tomorrow is going to be 84. That's not bad. No, but. What about Sunday? Suck. Does it have Sunday on there? Sunday, 98. Okay, well, I mean, I think we're going to my aunt's house. She's got a pool. Fuck yeah. So, uh, we're back, guys. If you're anywhere outside of California, I'm sure that they're preferably a cool place. Uh, Wisconsin. Alaska. Minnesota. I'm sure, like, I'm sure, like, New York's even fucking feeling it right now, Delaware. Hey, I'm in Delaware. Hey, I'm new in New York. Oh, I got a gun. Let's go, go till Broadway show. I think they got. A, I think they're in a heat wave. Looking at, uh, looking at our producer Chris's uh, BICBP radio uh, Instagram posts. Oh, I thought you. I thought he started putting the weather on. <laughs> That's a fucking cool idea. Yeah, I mean, no, he's he's been put. He's he's been. Uh, he's been. Uh, looks like he's been absconding with his wife. Uh, Friends' backyards, pools, with his dogs. <sighs> Sounds and, good. Yeah, it's looks like it's it's been hot and we're out where he's at. Just snake in my boot. Someone's pours <laughs> in the water hole. <laughs> so yes. summer's afoot. Summer's a goddamn whole fucking have, uh, leg, dude. Would have been uh, first off. Yeah, it's me, Drew. Hi, Zeke's here. I'm, you break, I'm right you here. It. Formal introduction. Yeah. Uh, here just to talk, just to hang out. Uh, see. What Enjoy the cool like. summer breezes of anytime USA. It's a it's a pre Fourth of July episode. Yes, preferably uh, in exactly two days before Fourth of July. Two days before Fourth, you know. So That's the way I like to do my potty. So as uh, for those um, those listeners who've been with us from the start, you guys know how um, how. Crazy 
I can get with uh, these uh, with my neighbors who like to pop off their fireworks a month in advance of of Fourth uh, of July, and this year is none the different. Are Not they doing so. it already? They've been doing it. Yeah, big ones. I think so. The the neighbors across the street they had one that blew up. Blew up before it got into the air, or nice. as it was going into the air, it blew up. So it was maybe yeah. about as high as a house. So, uh, I saw, okay. so that was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Were those the same neighbors that um, lit the lit the Roman can or what is it? Lit the lit sky the- rockets on the trash cans. Uh, yes. Fuck yeah. And I think they also burnt, <laughs> they burnt some shrubs. Some shrubs, <laughs> yeah, some like eight foot shrubs. <laughs> so that was fun to watch. I, I was just watching. Yeah, uh, I was fucked up. Just saw like burning bush and people running into the house. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was a uh, Jesus God talking to you. Zeke, run away! <laughs> run away! <laughs> You're brown. They'll convict you first. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> no problem. I know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> Jetson? <laughs> so, uh, summer's afoot. It's a whole leg. What have been uh, some of the things you've been do- doing? Uh, well, I'm working. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. So, that's been sucking. On your off time, what do you do? Um, trying to watch movies, band practice, haircuts, uh, writing, trying to watch more movies. I saw Rampage again. Again? Just, I, oh, I yeah. haven't seen it. It's great. Fun. I heard it was good. I heard it was like, it's a fun, it's just a fun. It's just so dumb, movie. but I love it. It's so good. Just a fun. It's a charming guy. I'll check it it's out. It's a very charming man. I'll check it out. I, I'm, I really, I, like, I think we mentioned before, he's got that new skyscraper movie. That I fucking desperately want to see because I, I saw a new that, trailer of it. I mean, looks great. I, I'm surprised, again, I'm not, I'm surprised that there's not more outrage over the fact that he's playing a, um, a, uh. Paraplegic? Uh, yeah. You know, he's, he's playing a guy with one leg. Yeah. When they should have gotten somebody who does have one leg. That's one guy that Summer's not having a foot it's like, over. It's like when Hollywood would cast white actors to play black people, Mexican people, Asian Or like uh, they would they would brown up the Indians. <laughs> they would be like white guys that, me don't like well, this. And well, he was what, like was it, just what, colored brown. What, what was the movie? Was it the Maltese Falcon where Charlton Heston played yeah. a, a Native American yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's kind of racist. I've been doing some sketch cards um, f- based on Lon Chaney and his son, Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah. And there were Lon Chaney did some pretty racist films. I, I Well, I know like even, what was it, Touch of Evil? Uh-huh. Charlton Heston's like super dark in that movie too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he plays like a Latino. Cuban. He yeah. plays a Latino. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ah, Oye, oh, yeah, como va? Ah. But uh, yeah, no, like uh, yeah, Lon Chaney play- He was really good at playing Asian guys. I think I've seen pictures of that, like stills yeah, and it's stuff. Like super stereotypical, where they they've got like big teeth. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Jerry Lewis when he used to do that with his like miso thali kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, or they've got uh, or he's got like the like the the Fu Manchu going. Do you remember Aristocats when they did that? I don't. I there's don't, a never seen that movie. there's a part in uh, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. You know that that uh-huh. song. Everybody wants to be a cat. Um, there's a it's like a very multicultural band. So like okay. it's fucking like multicultural cats. You mean. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a fucking band. So <laughs> one got, like, cat's red cat, one right? cat's wearing a sarape and he's playing like oh. guitar. 
Racist. This fucking cat is playing piano and he has like the Fu Manchu, the buck teeth, everything. And he's like, something, something, uh, me so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Me play chopsticks all night long. <laughs> and it's like, da, 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 da. Oh, I watched yes. that and it was like three or four yes. years ago going like, what the fuck did I put on right now? You know? And I was like, what is this? Like, I don't remember this. You crazy. Oh, you dude. crazy cat. And it was fucking crazy watching that. I was like, holy shit, man. I was like, wow. It's like we were not sensitive to other cultures back in the day. When was that movie? When did that movie come out? Like I want to say, like no, dude, that was like the revamped. Like, oh. hey, we're taking this out of the vault. Like, I think, like I want to say, like the sixties, dude. Really? Uh, yeah, because it's all jazz music. Um, so I think it has to be like maybe early sixties. It has to be part of like either that or seventies. I can't remember, but I, I think it's like still early animation. Wow. But yeah, that's a fucking racist part, dude. We play good music. Yeah, I'll I'll try to pull it up and Mr. so you can find Jack. it. It's fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. So that's nah, that's always fun to watch. I found some uh, like uh, I guess they're like headshots of Lon Chaney. Oh, okay. And it was like a four. It was like four piece. So he's doing different faces, but in like two of them, he's pulling his eye. Like he's got his hand, his fingers oh, to his God, eyes, and he's really? pulling them back and like making like an Asian face. And yeah. it's like I get it. It's like early like early 1900s you know 1920s yeah so i get it you know times are different but you know looking at it now it's like if i think if i were to draw that that card would be immediately rejected yeah no one would want that (laughs) no one would want that um i don't know if you heard this story during the with the world cup going on there was oh yeah that yeah those sports cats or the not sports casters but they were like uh show hosts. Yeah, they were like commentating on, on the like game Calamundo or something. Yeah, and yeah, they're they're like reacting to the fact that I think Mexico had lost, but Korea won, or was it Japan who won? So yeah. they knocked out whatever team that could have knocked uh, Mexico out. And you know, they're all the announcers are all happy and giddy, and then this guy and girl, they both slant their eyes. Yeah. Well, then that same day, by the end of that same day, um. Telemundo had indefinitely suspended them, according to them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then and the 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 announcers were you know put out little statements. I'm so sorry. I didn't think it was just in the heat of the moment. I'm like, what the heck? But PC shit like PC that, World? dude. PC World? Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, too, dude. Like, it's it's kind of no surprise that there's prejudice like that uh-huh. because just growing up in a Mexican household. I mean, I don't know how many fucking times I would hear, you know, some fucking sort of prejudice towards somebody, oh, you know, yeah. like whether it's like towards other Latin ethnicities or it's like Asians or whatever it is, you know, and it's just like I, I never fucking understood where that ki- like came from either because mm-hmm. like my grandma was never racist. She never told me shit like that. It was never like anybody that was like important figures to me, you know, mm-hmm. it was always like people I never met before other than that day where I was like, we're at a family party or whatever. And they'd be like, Oh, this is your cousin. And it's like, Oh, what a fucking surprise. You know? Okay, cool. And he's just like, you know, talking his fucking ear off about something. And he happens to bring up something about Asians. And I would just be like, what the fuck is like, why did you say that right now? It made no sense. Like you could have literally just said anything other than that. But it was like such a weird thing. And and that's a very like prominent prejudice that still happens with everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, more so just the stereotypes being um, still being thrown out there and made yeah. made real. Like, but, oh, but yeah, soccer Asians can't drive. But or- soccer just has this really like 
And I think that's kind of what's bringing more to light now because of YouTube and because of like the World Cup and because everyone's watching it. It's gaining a lot of popularity now, more so than like how now everyone watches the Olympics. Like the Olympics kind of died out for a while, but now everyone's in it. And, you know, yeah. it's it's a it's a resurgence. And it's the same thing with soccer. Like, I mean, when was the last time you heard anyone that was like, other than the fucking major soccer fans that were like up watching the World Cup? Oh, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's everybody. Everybody's watching it. And now everyone's noticing that there's fucking crazy racism in soccer. It doesn't matter where you're at. Like I know in England, any black player sometimes that would be on the be on the field, they would fucking start yelling like monkey or like they'd start wow. they'd start making monkey noises to them and yeah, think, Oh, it's fucked up, dude. It's very crazy. fucked up. But that's that's been part of the whole soccer thing forever. And like that's been a black eye on everybody because like Anywhere you go, black Brazilian players, they get criticized because they're too black. And it's like the light-skinned Brazilian players are the ones that are making fun of them and things like that. I think that's a common common thing throughout all South South and Central America where it's like... uh, Yeah, well, even like Asia has that too, where it's like the darker you are... The more you're like, oh, we're 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 lower, you're you're beneath class, us, yeah, you're beneath us, you're lower class because you're dark, yeah, we're light skinned so we're you know, it's a weird fucking thing to like comprehend. Yeah, I mean, even if you look at the like the novellas, where yeah, it's like, where it's like if you look at all the actors, yeah, they're they're like like light skinned to maybe like slightly darker, yeah, but like anybody who's darker is is like. Uh, a lower role he's a farmer yeah or he's a drug dealer or he yeah. has some fucking janitor role or whatever my uh my grandma used to say when uh because we're we're from durango so we're fucking farm people and uh we're light-skinned but i mean i'm fucking dark as shit my my dad's from texas so i mean i got the texas thing from him but uh even with that like they would tell they would tell her like you know you're light skinned but you know don't forget where you're from you're from the farm like you're not city because yeah. in city people are like big city yeah so then there. she would laugh because we'd watch novellas together and she'd be like oh the f and laugh so hard because she was just like oh these people the f I'm like dude you don't even know like he's light skinned yeah I get it but how do you know he's from oh the f or Jalisco I'm oh, like okay man. I was like all right relax dude chill out. And I was like, he looks pretty light. Like, maybe he's from Durango. And she's uh-huh. like, no, no one's from Durango. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no one's successful. <laughs> wow. Like, right, cool. That's crazy. Here, let me, uh, let me play. I found the, found the clip. Let me play for you. From Aristocats? Yeah. Shanghai, Hong Kong, Ik Fu Yang. Fortune cookie always wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dies. <laughs> Holy shit! Right? <laughs> no, I, I. So yeah, no wonder why Disney doesn't have more Aristocat stuff. You know what's parts. fucking weird though is that like, you know, forever they've tried to not have like they've they've ceased and desist every bootlegger to do uh what is it Song of the South? Oh yeah, because that is such an overtly racist oh, yeah. fucking movie. But yet you have like Splash Mountain. It's based off of a song from the South. And I'm thinking like in this day and age, why don't you just fucking cut that part of the Aristocats out? Like, cause that movie's not racist. It's that part that's right. like super racist. Cause then like, I think the guitar player is even like, Oh, mi stomach, oh, mucho sorry. Like he's very like, 
over the top Mexican. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me play my guitar. Like he's very like just that's oh, weird, but yeah, I mean, it's a four minute song. Yeah. And it's the same fucking thing over and over again. It's fucking cat singing. I'm sure you can like you know, just we cut that out. Aristocats ride based on that song. And <laughs> just that song fucking, just playing nonstop. Just the Chinese cat. Just that song playing nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's gonna win over the Asian crowd too. <laughs> In Disney Japan. <laughs> now the Aristocats. Tokyo Disney presents. <laughs> I wonder if they had that character there. I wonder if they went that far to just be like what Asian characters do we have? I mean, it's like, oh, we have the cat from Aristocats. If, if you look at it, they're trying to be all inclusive. Yeah, with the with with the types of cats that they're including in there. Well, I heard everybody wants to be a cat, right? Yeah, including right, yeah. including overtly racist cats. Exactly. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Because I know, like, um, certain parks they get certain characters that we don't get. You know? Oh yeah, my my uh, my sister, she, her. She went with my aunt, a uh, couple cousins, and uh, her boyfriend to Tokyo Disney. Oh, rad. And, um, yeah, they were visiting one of my cousins who's stationed out there. He's in the Air Force. Okay. And, yeah, he they, they went. And I guess nowhere, like, they really don't have any Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay. It's it's this bear. It's this It's a boy bear and a girl bear. And that's, like, their Mickey Mouse. Like, and it's on everything. Like brother bear? Um, no, what's a stupid name? Uh, let me look it up. But yeah, no, that's it's not Brother Bear. Um, it's like the Country Bears or what? No, it's, uh, it's just some random bear. Let me look up the name. I wonder why. Tokyo Disney Bear. Uh, Duffy, the Disney Bear. Duffy. Yeah, this is from Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> Duffy, the Disney Bear is a Disney character that can be found at the Tokyo Disney Resort. Disneyland and... Oh, no. I have never seen di- the the this bear in Disneyland or California Adventure. Um, as the story goes, Minnie Mouse created Duffy for Mickey Mouse as he was packing for a long voyage at sea. Duffy is available for purchase and at meet and greets. Duffy is seen a lot in the Disney parks where kids and even adults carry them around. So, yeah, I guess... His story is um, he was a present from Minnie Mouse, but he's gained his own popularity out there. And he's got like, like, you know, like the mini, the, the Mickey Mouse silhouette where it's just, you know, it's the ear, the, the big circle mm-hmm. with the ears on the side. He's kind of got that imprint in his face. Oh, um, shit. It's, it, it, he looks, I mean, he, he's just the bare version of Mickey Mouse. That's so weird. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the big thing. So my sister brought back um, some some purses for my for my kids. Uh, one of the the boy bear and the girl bear. Are your kids like what the hell are these? <laughs> they they were, but then once she explained the story, yeah, like my my middle kid, she's like, oh, I love it. You know, she put all her crap. Yeah, in I'm sure that that's cool. Uh, the oldest likes it because it's 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 from a different Disney. Yeah, that's so weird though. Like. That that character would take off there, yeah. But not the most iconic fucking character that Disney ever had. Well, I just think it's like um, like over there though, in um, like in uh, Tokyo, Asia, and stuff like that. They're not real. Like the 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 I've noticed that the 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 interests are very different at that Disney than over here. Because like, yeah, um, like when uh, Last Jedi premiered out there, was it Last Jedi or was it, oh no, it was um. 
well, yeah, when the last Jedi came out over there, sales weren't as high as they were in America because that's not their thing. Yeah. And then when Solo was coming out, they had to change the marketing marketing for it altogether to where it didn't have Star Wars attached to the name at all. Um, versus here in America, where yeah, it's pretty big. So I can see <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like an oversaturation of the of the yeah of that one character. It's like, well, we're not going to want it. I think with them, I know for sure a lot of it has to do with like they don't like magic and witchcraft and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they 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 tend to they, they edit a lot of the yeah they edit a lot of that stuff out, but they tend to um they tend to like kind of not gear movies towards like a lot of that so they'll kind of like stay away from it uh, yeah it's fucking weird I wonder what they named it it was like man and bear <laughs> man and bear flight through space oh yeah that'd be cool no 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 it was um, it was something weird it was like something completely different it was yeah like, uh, let me see um, Mr. Spackle um, what's Um, Solo a Star Wars story changes its name in China uh, after Star Wars The Last Jedi uh, stupid, uh, flopped hard. Uh, uh, Ranger Solo. That's what it called itself. Ranger Solo. That's that sounds cool. Too. I'd go see Ranger Solo. Yeah. Sounds well. I still haven't seen the regular Han Solo. I know. I don't know what's wrong with you. What was the last movie you saw? Oh, uh, I actually saw new movies. What'd you say? I saw Jurassic World. Ah, oh, you fucker! I still haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me anything. And uh, The Incredibles. Okay. And both were quite entertaining. Yes. Both were very entertaining. Um, definitely, uh, the new Jurassic World pushes the boundaries for from the last film. Yeah. So to see where they take it for the third is going to be interesting. Um, Incredibles, I would say, as good. Yeah. As the first, if not a little better. Yeah. I saw Mister Rogers. How was that? It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, you cry? Oh yeah, one hundred percent, dude. I went like on a, you know, I told you that I was cursed. No, like the universe didn't want me to see that movie because I kept trying and just everything kept falling through. So I finally pushed myself like on a Saturday. I was fucking tired, but I uh, went like at a two o'clock showing uh-huh. at Norwalk, and um, it was like the small theater. I'd never been in that in that theater, and it's like maybe forty people. Okay, packed house though. Really? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And the demographic was so weird because it was like anywhere from like my age to I think the oldest person was like eighty. Wow. Yeah, so it was like all these people that are like I guess like people were taking their kids or like you know people that were my age or people that were older were taking their parents and be like yo remember this and like watching it and oh man it's a fucking it just wrecks you like and it doesn't wreck you in a part of like oh man this is so sad like he didn't have a sad life he had a very very fucking amazing life and dude was just like a very very good person like i cannot genuinely good person there's nothing that you can find on this guy that will tarnish his reputation. Like they were found out like he put like pills no, into people's drinks. You can't do that. And like raped them. You would have found out already. But what if it's like a dark Hollywood secret? You would have found out already. When was the last time anybody came forth 
over Mr. Rogers. I mean, Mr. Rogers has yeah, been on like, TV like more guy. more than fucking Bill Cosby has, you know? Don't fucking tarnish him, dude. Don't try. I, I'm not, hey, you can't. I'm not, I'm not saying he did it. You can't. I'm not saying he did it. But I'm also not saying he did it. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You'll watch that movie. You'll change your fucking story on that. But, no, um, I, I, I mean, I, I just, I love Mr. Rogers to begin with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to to hear, like, he's like, he, he had a great life and, and like, you wouldn't put anything like, past it, right? I don't, I, he just, he's just more of what we need nowadays. Yeah. Know? And that's kind of like the perfect reason why I saw that movie. And it was just a great fucking time because yeah, it's just in a shitty time right now of just everyone just hating everything and just being really fucking pessimistic about shit and just kids in cages angry. Oh yeah. It's just <laughs> every fucking thing, dude. It's just an awful time. And this movie comes out and just, you know, your mindset, I, I want to be as positive as possible, but even when I'm watching this going like, there has to be a point in this story where then it's going to be like, and then the drugs came or like they're interviewing his son and I'm just like, oh, his son's a drug addict or something like that. You know? Yeah. No, none of them. Like everyone's cool. He, his best friend was Yo-Yo Ma. Wow. Fucking crazy. So I then it was Mr. McFeely. No, dude. Mr. That Mc, guy, that, you know, he was touching kids. Mr. McFeely, no, don't you say Dude, that, that name? <laughs> Mr. McFeely? He said it because he feels his emotions. He's feely with his emotions. Mm. Yeah, don't fucking tarnish Mr. McFeely either, you asshole. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they were, they were just going over, like, different characters and the reasons why, like, he did it and how Speedy fucking ground, delivery. how great, like, how groundbreaking he was and things like that and talking about divorce and, like... Yeah. Years after he was off the air, like nine eleven happened, and he came back and did a PS, uh, like a PSA over oh, really? it and stuff. I, I never saw that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and he said like a really fucking good, like crazy powerful message where it was like, in this time, don't fill your like heart with hate. Look to the people that are helping. Mm-hmm. Always look to the people that are doing good, because there are people out there. He goes, yeah. look to the good, not bad. You know, that's what everyone always tends to do. They always want to like point the blame towards somebody. But at the end of the day, he goes, in times of tragedy, look at the people that are helping, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like watching that. And you can hear, there were moments in that movie where it's kind of complete silence. And you can hear people, ah, mm, mm. Yeah. Ugh. And this one guy, hey, are you crying? <laughs> He's like, ah, no. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, all right. that was the most unassuring "no, I'm not" ever heard in it's my okay life. To be a Mr. McFeely. Oh, and I felt bad, dude, because this poor bastard. It felt like he was on a date. Oh, he went with some girl, and you oh, can... but dude, I mean, a girl wants to see that you're on you're, your first date, mom. though, dude. You never know. I don't know, man. It's not like he wasn't, you know, having the best time. But yeah, it was. Um, there, you know, everyone's waiting for that Marvel movie, like post-credit scene, so. Everyone's kind of like drying their eyes, but like, you know, not expecting the lights to turn on so quick. It's literally like you hear the Won't You Be My Neighbor song. And then at the end of it, oh, the credits just roll and then the lights turn on. And you just see everyone go, oh, I'm like trying to wipe their eyes real quick, dude. Oh, no one was moving from the chairs. Like everyone waited till like everyone laughed. But you kind of have to, but also it sounds like they're just kind of sitting there to take everything in what they saw. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. It's insane, dude. It's it's so fucking crazy how like powerful that movie is. But it, it was really, really good. It was really well put together. And then um, I found out Yo-Yo Ma's kid was the one that produced it. Oh. So he didn't direct it, but he produced it. Hmm. So uh, 
yeah, he was the one that put together all the archival footage and all this other wow. stuff. And it was crazy, man. It was really, really good. So, to see, won't you be my neighbor when you have the chance, dude? Yeah, I'll check it out. I I always go to that. Uh, well, every time it pops up on my Facebook, I'll watch that. Um, the trailer. No, the uh, um, that footage of of Mister Rogers, um, speaking in front of was Congress. Oh yeah, yeah the PB, uh, the when, PBS when one they're, when they're threatening to to cut the yeah the funding. Yeah, and he's explaining what he does, why he does it, who yeah. he's doing it for, and the guy's like, "Well, you completely changed my mind, and we're giving you more money." They they like, go they go deep in that story, and they talk about that whole Senate hearing, and they talk about that this guy was brought in to purposely like demolish public broadcasting. Like he did not feel like there was anything of use to it, and everyone testified. I mean, everybody had well written speeches. And this dude was so cold towards all of it. Like, you know, very heartfelt sentiment speeches, you know. And every time he's just like, all right, next one. All right, next wow. one. Like, did not care. And you can see. Just giving them their platform. Yeah, and they show, like, and they show like, the beginning of Mr. Rogers. And they were talking about, like, how nervous he was. And that he had a speech prepared, but he just went off the cusp. He was wow. just like, he goes, like, I need to speak from the heart like this is the only way that this guy is going to reach me and he and he was and the wife was saying like that's how he always was like there was no speech involved it was just like he was genuine like that's how he really was Mm -hmm. and yeah right when he starts in the beginning of it you can see this man just like all right well let's get this over with like you're the last fucking person and you know it's it's like it's written out of a movie you know like last chance and this is like the last 10 seconds and you only got like one shot you know what's gonna happen and this dude nails it. He's just like talks about the song that he wrote and like how like, you know, talks about how it's like the special the kids are and stuff like that. And yeah, that's what won him the money. It was just that. And it was just like this guy knows how to reach people. Yeah. Know? That's crazy. Yeah. He was fucking good, man. So uh watched that and it was great. So that, I think that's the last uh, movie I saw. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. Definitely check that one out. Yeah. Um, but just be prepared, dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't know when was the last time you saw Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but last time I watched so it, long. I bawled like a baby, dude. It's uh, been so long. Yeah. It was the whole, like, crayon thing. <laughs> when he takes you to the crayon factory? Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. We were watching it, and they had it on Amazon Prime. I think it's still on Amazon Prime. But um, yeah, a couple of years back, maybe three or four years ago, um, found out it was on, on Amazon Prime and decided to watch it. And just started remembering like all the episodes that I loved, and it was like mm-hmm. making crayons, bagel factory, things like that. It was mostly all food. <laughs> my my like, favorite was the uh, was when he goes to the Star Trek Next Generation set. I remember that because it felt like it was a crossover between him Reading Rainbow, and Reading Rainbow. yeah, because Lavar Burton was right yeah. there, and he's just like, "Hi, Lavar!" Like, oh, it was like Batman meeting Superman. You're like, yeah. "What the fuck is going on right now?" Yeah. It's like, "Holy the, shit!" That they show how they do the the special effect when they yeah. uh, tri- when they they uh, beam teleport. up, yeah. Um, what else did, we, what else did they do? Uh, I I don't know if it was that same episode, but there was another episode when he goes to like the Incredible Hulk set. Yeah. And he meets Lou Ferrigno, and he's in the he's in the in the in full on costume and stuff like that. Yeah. So you all like him when he's angry. I always try to be the best. Oh, you're I always a dick. Try to be the best. You're a dick. No one cares about your stupid sandwiches. <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> I put him in the sleeper hole. Ow. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been watching that movie a lot. It's a real freaking <laughs> He's not doing shit with it. I love it, dude. No one cares about this stupid sandwiches, Peter. <laughs> so the fucking the Mister Rogers Crown one. Do you remember like the end of it? He's hanging out with um somebody, and I think he's a refugee from Congo. But of course, oh, wow. Mister Rogers is this dude's best friend. You know, welcomes him in his house and everything. So they start coloring, and start talking about why they love coloring and why they love crayons and stuff. And you're watching it going like, this is cool. Like this, of course, this is Mr. Rogers hanging out with a fucking refugee and just chilling, coloring, you know, it's fucking cool. And then it hits you just out of nowhere where he's just like, the thing I love about crayons the most is that there's so many colors in a box, so many colors, but they all serve a purpose and not everyone's the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're manufactured the same way, but if you look at every crayon, it's not the same. Some some have, you know, some are bigger than the others. Some are, diff, you know, even though it's the same color, some are lighter than the others, but they all serve a purpose. And I'm watching that going, oh, you fucker. Like, I got so upset. I got mad because that snuck up on me. I'm like, of course you would make this about race relations, you fucker. Yeah. Like, oh, I got so mad. And I got upset because, like, it just hit me. And then after that, it wasn't enough. Fucking Fred Rogers has to be like, oh, hey, remember. And looking directly into the fucking camera like an asshole, just been like, remember, you're special. And I'm like, it takes me back to being like five again, yeah. just looking at that. And I'm fucking bawling. Well, I just, I think about <clears throat> when. You're going to cry. <laughs> Is that you clearing your throat? <gasps> <gasps> oh, I, th I think about my hard, I think about my hard life. <laughs> no, I, I think about when I would watch it, yeah. you know, and it, I, I, I remember like. The most I would watch it was when I when I'm on when I was on summer break. Yeah, or, or yeah, yeah. Days off. I'm at my my aunt's grandma's house. Of course, because they don't have cable. Grandma. No, they don't have. They cable. don't have cable, so you're so you're stuck it's, on it's, PBS. It's, it's literally PBS all day. Yeah. You got Barney. And Zoom. Zoom. Puzzle like place. Um, but yeah, I remember like it was like nine ten, and you're watching Mr. Rogers, and it's yeah. like two episodes back to back, and yeah, I mean, I I just sitting there watching you know and it's like you enjoying it you know yeah and it's such a crazy thing too where it's just like in no way it should have worked yeah. because he wasn't a fucking clown he wasn't jumping up and down he was literally like it was such a quiet show yeah. where it would just relax you to that point of like you listened you know and yeah. I, I feel like that's that's like the perfect spectrum of things because like, yeah, I grew up with Power Rangers and I was loud as fuck and like all these other TV shows that were just like, and yeah, and just making all these noises and that was me. But then there was an, another time where it was like, all right, everyone shut up. Mr. Rogers is on. Just calm and down. And you just chill man. the fuck out. You chill out. And you're just like poor sweet man's just like telling you about like properly feeding fish and like yeah. being like a really cool person, you know? And yeah, and telling you you're special. And they were, they were talking about that in the documentary too, where they were saying like, there were a lot of attack articles on Mr. Rogers because saying that the, the gen this generation is fucked because Mr. Rogers made us believe that we were all special. No. And I was like, how can you fucking, Everyone's like, how can you fucking attack this man 
to say what anyone, no one else was saying at that yeah, time. You're, you're just pissed off because no one made you feel. Yeah, you're just an asshole. You feel yeah. Because of whatever. And I never thought, like, it wasn't a whole deal of, like, everyone gets a trophy kind of deal on participation and, like, oh, I want to be special too. It's like, no, it's like everyone knows you're special in some sort of way, you know? Like, it doesn't mean that you have to be the best piano player. And right. if you're not, then you're not special. Or if you, you know, whatever you're doing serves a purpose and whatever you're doing, as long as you're doing it right, that means you're special. Like you're doing something that most people don't know how to do or most people can't do. Someone has some special talent, you know, it doesn't matter who you are or what you do, but it, yeah, they were saying it breeds like entitled generations and all this other shit. I just laughed about that. Cause I'm like, all I remember from that show is just being like, fuck yeah. Like this guy rules because like he cared, you know, that's all he did. And then that, the end of that song too, where it's just like, that fucking wrecked me the most because, like, the song that never ends was like, oh, this is fun. And, you know, Lamb Chalks play along and, you know, your song that never ends. Okay. Never ends. It did end. Got canceled. She died. But, <laughs> but Mr. Rogers, dude, I mean, tells you, like, how it is, man. It's just like, you know, I'll have another excitement adventure for you. And, you know, I want to talk to you and so do you and, you know, see you tomorrow kind of shit. Yeah. And, puts his sweater off and puts his jacket back on. He's back in the real world, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, you got to visit this little world for like a half hour and then you're back to doing whatever the fuck you're doing, you know? Yeah. So fun, man. But yeah, that, that documentary just wrecked me to no end. Like to a point of like, I got out of the movie theater and I was supposed to like go get something to eat and you know, continue my day. I just went home. And I slept like it's all I, I was so bummed. It was fucked up. It was so fucked up. But it was just more of a fucked up thing of just like there's not there's not that many great people on TV like that anymore, you know? Yeah. Like there's always like a tarnished image or, you know, especially nowadays you find out a lot of, about a lot of people or whatever. But like you don't have somebody that's like purposely like very good and like very like genuine about things. Like mm -hmm. there's always a paycheck behind it or like you find out later like, he didn't want to do this anymore, you know? He was yeah. fucking burned off and he's like smacking the kids off air or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, the dude would talk to every single kid, you know? And when he did have a live audience and stuff, but like, yeah, it was just a fun fucking time, you know? It's like uh, Death to Smoochie where he's like the opposite, uh, like Mr. Rogers, but the, you know, in front of the camera, but then away from the camera, it's like the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, Jeremy still watch that movie a lot. That's pretty good. It's a good one. Yeah. Um. So, uh, my dad sent me this uh this uh, news article. Um. Let's see. Let's see if you can. Can we play the fill in the blank game? I'm always down for fill in the blank. Real quick, I'd like to give a shout out to Good Health Veggie Straws. <laughs> These things are amazing. They're really good. Dollar Tree. Yeah, man. Dollar. Buck oh, nine, I think, with, with tax. Oh, shit. And it's a big bag. Yeah, they're great. Getting my veggies in. Um. Okay. UCLA professor allegedly blanked in blank... You're not here. <laughs> let me, let me. Where did I go with that? 
No, a UCLA professor allegedly died in blank okay. with Hollywood exec. Died in blank. Now, this, this blank is like a three-letter word or a three-part word. Three-part word? Yeah. So, it's like, um, like say- West like, Hollywood home? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so UCLA, UCLA professor, professor allegedly, allegedly died, died in blank, blank, blank with Hollywood exec. <laughs> if that if that makes it a little easier. Uh, cut open Tauntaun. Allegedly died in cut open Tauntaun with Hollywood. That fits. But yeah. No. I mean, they smell better <laughs> than, they, than they look. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. It's a weird one. Died in Agora Hills Funeral Home. Mm. Died in Agora Hills Funeral Home. Agora Hills is kind of around there. Yeah, no. Fuck. I don't know. UCLA professor allegedly allegedly died in mummification sex play with Hollywood exec. Mummification. Wow. Okay. So, is it? Does it say it's a he or she? The professor. Mommy. Uh, let's see here. Mummy's alive. Was that a show? Did I make that up? BDSM, but as a mummy. Buffer. <clears throat> so here, I'll just read the story. Okay. Um. Uh, about seven months after the death of UCLA professor Doran George at age forty-eight. Autopsy information surfaced by a Los Angeles-based crime reporters podcast uh, suggesting that George died during mummification-related sex play at a Hollywood executive's home. Uh, my God, pause. <laughs> um, the death reportedly occurred in the basement BDSM dungeon of Skip Chasey. A TV exec at William Nor William Morris Entertainment in Los Feliz, California. Skip, last November. What was his name? Skip what? Skip Chasey. Wow. All right. That's uh, the a autopsy. Name. The autopsy found the immediate cause of death to be sudden death during recreational mummification bondage. George, who preferred not to use gender pronouns, <laughs> had been mummified in plastic wrap as a part of consen consensual sex play. Are you sure this is in Stanhope? <laughs> that sounds like fucking saran wrap that also dude. involved a chastity device and chains ah. uh, when George was found there were defibrillator pads on George's chest and George had suffered broken ribs consistent with having received CPR the autopsy said safety experts within the BDSM community often warn that any kind of breath play has the potential to be deadly a scholar of choreography, George taught in the UCLA Disability Studies and LGBT Studies programs, according to an obituary on the university's website. George was also a child star in the world of musical comedy during George's upbringing in the United Kingdom. Did they say like what TV show he was on or anything? Mm, no, was it, was it a you know musical comedy? No, hmm. the executive's lawyer. Um, told People magazine that the pair had engaged in the mummification play before, that neither was under the influence of drugs on the night of George's death, and that Chasey was left 
scarred by the events of that November night. Oh, yeah. No fucking shit. The two guys were friends. They'd had consensual relations for months. Uh, the way it ended was not what either man expected, clearly. Who wrote this article? Uh, who wrote this? Filippa Lonau is a San Francisco gate. Yeah, Filippa. Yeah, he was really yeah. reaching for something, dude. Because, I mean, obviously, like, you're going to end it like that, where it's like, the two didn't really want this. Like, no Clearly, shit. Nobody fucking... wants their sex play to yeah. end in death. Oh, my God. That shit's dangerous, though, dude. Like, I. The BDSM thing, I understand it and I get it, but like when it comes to like asphyxiation or like you know cutting off your air supply in some kind of way, that's fucking dangerous, well, I, dude. Who, who was it? Was it? Uh, it's uh, David, David Carradine, yeah. yeah. He, uh, 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 what is it? Auto, uh, auto erotic asphyxiation, yeah. Where he fucking hung himself, or he didn't mean to hang himself. He was, he was like halfway hanging himself. He was like, what was he doing? Like, well, because they they what they said was he was in the middle of sex. And he was uh, starting to put his belt over his neck uh, for for that because that causes some sort of like euphoric like orgasm. So it makes you like fucking crazy orgasm like more than usual because like you're on like a lightheaded kind of like high or, or whatever you mm-hmm. may have it. But at the same time too, you're fucking choking yourself, yeah. you know? And especially when you're doing something like sex where you're like, you're fucking, you know, you're, it's, it's a cardio activity, you know, like your fucking heart's going and I'm sure that dude wasn't in the best shape anyway, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're just putting all these factors together and you're, you're killing yourself. Like it's a very dangerous uh, fucking game to play, man. And even that like mummification, like, is it, is it to like the point of like, like you're just like, why can't you just fucking like wear a suit or some shit. Like don't they have like those bondage suits and shit? Like the gimp? Wear a gimp suit. They do. Why don't you wear that? They do. You're um, a Hollywood exec. You can't afford a gimp suit. But what's 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 um quick and easy to get a hold of? Going to the gimp suit store or going to freaking Food for Less and buying a whole bunch of saran wrap? I mean, I would imagine that they don't even go to Food for Less because they're fucking Hollywood Sorry, execs. They go to Whole Foods. Whole Foods. It's all organic, Sprouts. non-GMO fucking wraps and shit, dude. <laughs> Oh my lord! We don't we don't use uh, we don't use saran wrap. We use oh. we use whole grain wheat wraps. <laughs> uh, this wrap body is uh, he's a uh, over a five thousand dollar mummy. This wrap is uh, biodegradable and <laughs> is uh, safe. To uh, one thing about this wrap is it's made of flaxseed, so it's uh, it's very good for if you. If we were to throw this in the water, it wouldn't hurt the dolphin. <laughs> it's made of seaweed, so uh, it helps the skin while uh, we get off at the same time. It has little seeds in it that we can plant in the backyard and uh, grow grow beautiful. Fruit. It's so oh, no. expensive. Oh man, fucking Skip Chasey, dude, dude, murderer, right? Wow, that sucks, man. Especially where it's just like no one should have to die over sex, you know? Like it's it's right. It's not that big of a fucking deal, but I mean, like monks go without it. Yeah, well, yeah, but monks, Priests. But that's how they achieve Some their, priests, that's I mean. how they achieve their fucking, their avatar, Naruto, dude. Mm. Yeah. Their elements, the right. fire, they, the they, water. They, they reach the, the, the nth level. Yeah. That's what happens. There's a, I was listening to this podcast on, uh, what is it? Heaven's Gate. Oh, okay. Are you listening to that one where they, they play the actual tapes? Like they don't really go into like, 
stories or there's like no narration it's literally they'll play like the just the crime tapes no i want to listen to that one though no the the one i listened to it was from it's called um it's this one guy who does a lot of shows on um on like uh like npr i think okay uh really good storyteller um he'll do um he does one podcast called snap judgment Okay. Um, he did another one like that was uh like a like spooky stories. Okay. That one was really good. Um, let me see. The one I'm talking about was it's just called Heaven's Gate. Um, from Stitcher Pineapple Media. Okay, I love Stitcher podcasts, dude. They're great. Uh, but yeah, no. The so this one, um, they they talk they talked about different different sides to it and they interview people who were a part of it and left the cult okay um they play videotapes and and stuff like that from from the like their like their uh marketing and things like that uh but one of the things that they would do because one of the one of the rules within the cult was um abstinence like absolutely no touching of any kind yeah anything like that except for like jim jones Oh, Jim Jones is different. Yeah. Jim Jones is pretty rough, but um, yeah. yeah, no. So they would. It got to a point where one guy, his urges were just so strong. Um, he was begging the the leader to allow him to castrate him. Oh wow! To to to, to allow for him to be castrated. Yeah, he was just over. It. And one of the so one of the guys within the within the the group, um, I believe he was a veterinarian or something like that. But was able to do it. So the the leader was like, no, no, like we, we can't like that's just like, yeah, that's a bit much, you yeah. know, um, <clears throat> but eventually he allowed it. So the one guy who was begging, he he jumped and was excited to finally be castrated, and not have those or get rid of it. Yeah. But while they were doing the procedure, I guess they didn't do it right or something went wrong. So his, his, uh, his, his ball sack ended up, uh, like, I guess getting infected and inflating to the size of like a balloon. Oh, and they didn't know what to do. They like the, the, like the guy was, if, if it continued, like he was going to die, like yeah, yeah. cardiac arrest and all this. Um, so they ended up rushing him to the the ER wow. and leaving one of the other members with them, and just kind of like, yeah, he he. I don't know if they. I don't remember if they came up with like some random story or like some like alibi. Like, yeah, like he wanted he castrated himself type thing. Wow. And yeah, they they treated him, and I guess the guy got it right. Like he was able to fix what he got wrong, and he did the castration to other members, including the leader himself. Yeah, he did like like four or five other guys. Wow, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I I see. Like, I don't I don't know because I've I mean I've I've practiced it where like castration. No, not castration, but I mean like I practiced like autoerotic abs- abstinence where like I've I've gone you know months without even doing anything just to see if I can do it, hmm. and it's worked. And I mean like it's it's weird because it's just like anything like it, it becomes it becomes a, such a thing of like you know oh it's monday just fucking get one out real quick you know mm, never been kissed dude still in my life oh okay I don't know what you're talking about. no 
Mm, are you talking like holding hands with someone? Yeah, I think that's what happens when you're going to get married next uh, in August. You're finally going to get your hand held, even though you have three kids. I don't know how that happened. Dude. Right? You just woke up there there. <laughs> the stork I, brought him? I'm, I'm, I've still been trying to wrap my mind around it. <laughs> It's been, what, nine years? They grew in you. Who knew? Dude, I don't know. Maybe, I don't want to spoil anything. Maybe Cabbage Patch Kids. But, yeah, it's it's crazy, dude, because, like, after, like, a week and a half, two weeks, it goes away, and it's just, like, this thing of, like, your, your fucking focus is on other shit, mm-hmm. but your testosterone just builds, and it becomes this thing of, like, oh, shit, like, now I can do something. Like, I have so much energy, so... Put it to good work. You All right, Costanza. That's true, though, dude. It's not. Oh, no, I'm not saying like that. Like, I'm not saying like it opened up my fucking mind's eye or anything. But like, it, it's true. Like, your testosterone builds up because it's, it has nowhere to fucking go. So it's like all this testosterone's building up in you. So it's like, yeah, you work out, you do all this shit, you go hiking, you 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 put it to good use, and um, it it does really like show kind of like perspective on like how much that shit has a hold on on everybody. You know, yeah. as far as like. Yeah, we're all sexual human beings and like to to take that away from somebody and especially to take it away in in a form that you're telling your brain like look like you can't as soon as like if it's your choice and you're saying like look like I just don't want to and these are my reasons your your brain can process that more than you saying you fucking can't. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a problem with someone telling you you can't do something. That's just the way we are. We we, we don't like authority. Right. So when you tell somebody you can't do something, I this is part of it. It becomes this this thing that holds over your head where it just becomes this fucking like thing that's always going to be there. Anything. You know, you you call yourself like, "Oh, you're you're Catholic." "Oh, okay, you're Catholic. You can't do this, you can't do Cut this, you can't balls. do this. You can't fucking do this." "Okay, priest, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this." that becomes something that holds over your head. So this becomes a thing that you constantly think of where you're just like, oh man, if I do this, it's over. You know, it becomes this huge fucking deal. Right. But when you, when you take that power away from people and just be like, yo, like, I don't want to, like, I just want to see what it's like and just do it for yourself. It's this weird power that you feel where you're just kind of like, fuck yeah, like I have control of myself, not, uh, not the other way around, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, you yeah. Have, uh, what is it? Um, He-Man? No. I have the power. Master of your domain. I'm master, master of the house, keeper of the inn. <laughs> Everybody loves a landlord, right? That's what happens, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know like a lot of monks have talked about that too, where like as soon as like they hit like a certain year, like it, everything just becomes more apparent. Like they, they just forget about things. And it's not like this thing is like you forget altogether like you're a sexual being. It's that you remember now that like, you're not this animal that's programmed to just procreate everywhere, you know, it becomes this, this thing of just like, Oh, I'm, I'm meant for so much more <laughs> kind of deal. Right. You can figure out like what it, what it is about, you know, what you can really do with it. Cause I feel like sometimes, yeah, like you, your mind gets so clouded with certain things like that, that you kind of just like becomes another thing of like, Oh, Oh fuck. Like, uh, I can't think right now, you know, clouded. your mind. Yes. Not anymore. <laughs> Good. Take that, take that however you want to take it. This has been a PSA by Zeke Meza. Uh, no, no holding hands. Holding hands with myself. <laughs> Gross. So are like, this has been a PSA you, for like, Zeke Meza. Water from the sink. What? What sink? What know. are you talking about? Water hose. Water hose. You have to put your hands together. Is that what you mean? What are you talking about? I'm 
No, you said you're holding hands with yourself. That's that's what you do. Yeah, isn't that like some like weird seventies PSA about like jerking off? What? No, what are you talking about? I don't know. Are we talking about jerking off? What are we talking about? I thought we were talking about drinking from the faucet. Oh, my bad. Never mind. Not using cups. Sorry. <clears throat> this has not been about jerking off. <laughs> my bad. This podcast does not reflect the views of Zeke Mesa and anybody uh, apart. Send your hate mail to his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, feed. dude. This is going to be like Love Line now, dude. Everyone's going to be asking me questions and stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would love for somebody to send to send over. Uh, oh, and watch and watch me fail miserably at fucking questions. Please dude. send over your uh, send over send over your uh, questions to Zeke, and he'll <laughs> he'll answer them. Your autoerotic. <laughs> Uh, asphyxiation question. Oh, I know nothing about that. I'm not, I don't know. You're yeah. talking like you're a pro at that. No. Why, how would I be a pro at that? Hey, I'm alive. Question for you. Yeah, what's up? What's snail mail? Snail mail? What does that mean? Snail mail? Are you serious? You don't know what snail mail is? No, what is that? No, I'm serious. What is that? Please, please. Snail mail? Like when the mail's like regular standard mail? Like when the mail's just coming really slow? Like standard mail? Yeah. Like yeah. post office. Yeah. Yeah, what about it? It's snail mail. Okay, so what about it? I know what it is. Because I had, uh, today at work, <clears throat> Okay. one of my coworkers who's like over 50. Is this about jerking off? No. All right, I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, continue. He's over 50. He's, okay. He, he came to my office and he asked me, question, do you never heard of this do you know what snail mail is <laughs> yeah and i'm like yeah it's it's the mail well, what, what do you, what, why do they call it why is it snail mail because it's it takes a couple days for the letter or whatever it is to get is, there is that a email where it's is that a recent thing what it's the the whole fucking term snail mail it's been around. I was going to say, because I, I remember that shit like, I've heard it all my life. Yeah. Yeah. But I I was shocked. Yeah. That he didn't know what snail mail was. But now you're proving my, I don't think people know what's. No, I know. Because when you asked me, we're on the subject of something else. So I thought no, you were no, being no. all. I was asking you what snail mail was. But I know. But you, but it was, you fucking took me by surprise on that. Because we're over here fucking talking about autoerotic fixation. And then out of nowhere, you're like, you ever heard of snail mail? I thought you were being a pervert. And you're talking about some fucking sex move called snail mail. No. And I was like, I don't know what that is, you no. sick ass. Like, <laughs> I just told you right now. I stay absent in you fucking asshole. Oh. So I don't know. So that's why I was confused. Don't fucking lump me in with this fucking old guy, dude. Don't do that. No, dude. <laughs> I know what snail well, mail because is. Because then I had. Do you want to fucking test me? I know what a parcel because, is. God damn it! Because then someone else who who mess who commented on my on my. You posted this about snail mail. Yeah. So because I, I I was I was shocked <laughs> so much that you had to put it online. That somebody that uh, uh, over fifty year old. Yeah. Didn't know what snail mail is. Yeah. Because in my mind, this person has had to have sent mail yeah. letters yeah. prior to there being internet. Yeah. Internet's only been what around what, 30 years? 20 if years? If that, yeah. 20 years. 25 yeah. years, let's say. Yeah. So for 25 years prior to email, this guy had to have been well, sending I, mail. The only thing I can I can guess is that to him... 
mail is mail and it's not snail mail because he still not familiar with other types of ways of it's getting not a, it's not things like it's like it's like a hip term it's like no i know it's it's not but i mean like maybe he's just not fucking in the know of it you know i don't know uh, maybe he lived in a cabin for like 40 years and you gotta live under a rock to not know snail mail and even oh, then, the even the snails the know because they live under rocks they're bringing you a mail <laughs> your mail the snails L- let us know your opinions folks did you know what snail mail was i thought it was a sex move did you know because <laughs> that, because then I had somebody else ask me, "What is it?" And me thinking they might have asked, "Who is it?" So I said, "Oh, so and so." And they're like, "But what does it mean?" And yeah, I'm like, seriously. I like just. I don't know. Regular, maybe maybe just it's... the regular post service or an Urban Dictionary type of word. Yeah. And I just had to use the emoji where the guy's like, shit, like. I mean, maybe me. maybe it's not so relevant as you think it is. You know, like. But it's you want to you want to put it to the test. Sure. Let me uh, let me hit up some people and let me ask them. Let's yeah, randomly see. A- ask ask your people. Send out a a group message asking them what's snail mail. See who responds back to me. Who? <laughs> no, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, do you because know? this this is uh this. This caught me off guard. I was really shook. You're shook over that? I thought people were more more woke. <laughs> you just told me people were in cages like kids and you're like, oh, I'm fucking shook about snail mail. Well, I mean, you fucking I can't really asshole. do anything about the kids in cages. Oh, don't can, you can, say that. But I can like crack an egg of knowledge on somebody who, who doesn't know what snail mail is. You can always do something about kids and in I cages. Just, I, was just, I was just shocked. It's mail. Contact your local congressman. But why is it snail? Maybe they don't, email. but maybe they don't know what a snail is to begin with. Versus email when it's like right then and there. I think you just, I don't know. I, why, why do certain people still just don't know certain things that have been said, you know, like, like terms and what's another one that I, that I heard the other day where like no one knew what it was and it was, I thought it was a common thing. Um, oh Fucking talking to somebody under uh twenty that didn't know what Live Journal was. You know what Live Journal is, right? But that's our generation. But but the maybe that. But maybe he didn't have. But maybe he didn't have that term in his generation because he came from the generation that there was just nothing but mail. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like maybe to him, snail mail is not snail mail because it's he just knows the mail. Like he all he knows is the postal service. You know. It's maybe all he knows. So, like, compared to us, where we're like, you couldn't fucking DM, you couldn't message us, you couldn't email us, like, there's, you couldn't fucking Skype us. Like, there's so many other different things that we can say, opposed to this fucking 50-year-old that, like, is just like, oh, did you get my letter? Like, you know, like, he's an old guy. I don't know. Or maybe he just refuses to fucking acknowledge things like that. Like... Don't try to bring. I'm I'm some, on the side of that man. Some, some, uh, no, some, uh, I'm on the side of that man. You lost Realism your. You lost your. Re- what I'm trying to say. You lost your fucking point on that. <laughs> I like old people. I like old people. <laughs> well, well, the one person that fucking did respond back to me just put, what "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> 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 it's 
So I don't know. You take that take that answer however you want, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna say that they're that they're they're woke enough to know that what it is, what yeah. snail mail is, and they're not even going to to respond to the question because of how they're insulted. Exactly. Yeah, they're how dare you? Like I don't right. know what a how fucking do I, how, like what, I don't know what snail mail you is. About? You fucking jerk. Of course I know what it is. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, you're living under a rock with the snail. I want to meet this guy now. No, not a good guy. No, he's okay. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. He's just a typical. He dances a lot. He dances a lot, like for no reason. For no reason. That's cool. Like a meet, like a songs you're on, or he just like will randomly just walk up to like you and start dancing. Playing in the opposite. Fuck yeah! Have his hands start kind of dancing. I like that guy because that's what I do. You start dancing. I just like to dance. Hmm. Yeah, just randomly. I'll do the same shit too. Where like I'll hear a song, like oh, yeah, I yeah, have to yeah. dance. I I have to. It's about passion. <laughs> it's about the love. It's about the something. Senesequa. <laughs> so, what are your plans for Fourth of July? <laughs> fucking nothing. Well, if you want literally to come down, nothing. We're gonna be barbecuing. I'll, I was gonna ask I'll you. Cook to, up yeah, some, uh, I'll cook some uh, I'll, eggplant for you. I'll bring my own uh, my own stuff that I that I can barbecue here. We have uh, carne asada, but I can cook up like uh, like uh, some grass. Make you a nice grass salad. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat something. I had actually a fucking frittata yesterday. It was really good. Oh, nice. It was a vegan frittata. I don't know what that is. They sold that at Walmart. It's pretty good. What is that? Le- legit, man. Like, if you're looking for some good vegan food, dude. Walmart. Walmart knows what's up, dude. Like, I hate to admit that because, I mean, Wally World's fucking super right wing and pro-Trump and all that fucking terrible shit but, yeah, but they got good prices they got good prices and i i know they're not union which fucking tears me apart but i like what they have there and it's not even the deal of like it's so cheap it's literally like i don't know why but they have better selections than like ralph's does oh yeah or like even like whole foods like whole foods doesn't really even have that much like good shit compared like the garden stuff like I, I find more stuff at walmart and i think it's because like no one goes there for that shit so i end right. up buying it all going to the other places yeah. i went to um not paying like a third of the price for it uh check out grocery outlet bargain market dude a grocery outlet grocery i still outlet. haven't been there that's the one that uh, uh fresh, and fresh and easy was yeah. taken over by right yeah have but, you been to the aldi yes is nice. it cool yeah it's nice. what do i get there uh fancy stuff at, really at an affordable price i bought <laughs> I bought lobster tails for six bucks. Wow, look at you. Two doll two lobster tails for six bucks. Did they have any meat in it or there was just the oh, they shells? Were, they were meaty. Yeah. They were meaty. That's what she said. Oh. A whole lobster for twelve. Was it under a rock? Uh with the snails in the mail. Rock lobster. Down, down, down. I watched the video for that. Rock Lobster? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a video for it. It, I th- it was like, it's just them it's just them like like playing on a stage. It looks like it's uh, a live video, but it's it's them just playing like on a sound stage. Yeah. And you've got like lights and stuff. And yeah, it's it's crazy how young they are, but it was it was really good. Yeah, I always picture the singer from B fifty twos like Fred. I think his name's Fred. To always be like forty. Yeah. Because that's how I always remember them from like Love Shack. Oh, Flintstones. Love Shack. Ba- oh, yeah. Flintstones. Meet twist, the Flintstones. Twist. Flintstones. Twist. Twist. Fuck, man. B-52. No, I saw them a couple years ago at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. They're great, dude. 
they're really good. Blown away. Yeah, they're really good. I've seen them a couple times, and they're they're really they're actually I think playing soon too. They play. It was them and the psychedelic first. I'm gonna go see psychedelic first soon. Oh yeah. Yeah, with X. Los Angeles. Yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm gonna go to that show, and then uh, they're playing for free. Uh, where she wants revenge. Oh really? Yeah. So. Got a big plan. Got a big plan. The night, the night, the night, the night, the right time. Maybe the night, the chains are the right time. Maybe the night, the chains are the right time. Maybe the night. Man, I should really learn the lyrics to that. Late night at passion, calling it quits. What's the rest of it? I want to hold you close, skin pressed against me tight. Rise can hold your eye, girl. So lovely, it feels so right. You're a nerd, dude. Soft breath, <laughs> beating heart. Rosemary, <laughs> heaven restores you in life. Wrong, wrong band. Dude. Oh, sorry. I've heard new Interpol and they're pretty. Uh, it's different than that stuff. I like them. I still like them. Um, yeah, I can't really say anything bad about Interpol. I like Interpol a lot. She wants revenge is good too. I think that was the that, I think that was the band that uh, kind of got left by the wayside because everyone knew that album. But their albums after that were pretty good. Like they're yeah, pretty, yeah, they're getting like a resurgence now because that guy owns uh, this place called Cloak and Dagger. Okay, it's like a underground goth club. Okay, and uh, there's a bunch of them now. But he DJs there and like everyone goes there. You know, like now like known celebrities and you can only wear like black and stuff. But like before, like the biggest celebrity was like Davey Havoc. Of course, would fucking go there and hang out. You know? But yeah, it's like this big goth club and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. So do I have to wear like mascara? Yeah, or wear like a really cool like black shirt. I would, I, that would probably be the place where I'd cosplay as Sandman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would fucking fit in perfectly. I'd cosplay as Sandman. I see pictures, and there are always people who look like Sandman there. They always got a big plan. Got a big plan on the right side, maybe the night on the right side at the right time, maybe the night. I got I have that. I have their first album. It's good, dude. It's really good. Um, I I think when it came out, I wasn't appreciative of it enough right. because like it was like what like mi- maybe high school, like, high school? school? like maybe sophomore. Yeah. And I and I remember like oh, I was into Bauhaus and I was into like Christian Death and stuff like that, but my my knowledge of like Dark Wave wasn't really there yet. Like I knew like Sisters of Mercy and stuff like that, but um coming at it now where like i i love dark wave and i can appreciate it and really get into it it's a really good album like it, it shouldn't have been mainstream like at all like it's a very unmainstream album and after everything else after they put there was, was really good but at the moment i think because interpol was out i heard that song and it's just kind of like oh it's another interpol ripoff and right it, yeah right and right. then listen to the album like oh no it's it's way completely uh, different than you know what it is but i yeah. think i think what helped them too, especially come back into or like get bigger again or you know known again was in that first American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story that's a perfect scene yeah. where they go watch uh, Dracula at Hollywood Forever. Yeah, well, that's when you're introduced to the Lady Gaga. Yeah, character it's a really the, fucking the, good scene. What, Matt Bomer. Yeah, like yeah, it's a really good scene. Yeah, and that that song fits perfectly on there. Yeah. I remember like hearing that song, going like, "Fuck yeah, she runs revenge." It's perfect. Yeah, because yeah. then I, I I know after I saw that scene, I went back and listened to yeah to some of their stuff. Yeah, it's good, and I know like that guy's just really heavily into what he's doing right now as far as like the clubs and stuff like that. So 
it's going it's going uh, successfully for him. But yeah, I've been trying to fucking go to that spot forever. Uh, back in the day when it first started. Sorry that Morrissey shirt won't get you in. Oh, here. it's too it's too light. Yeah, I don't. I'm not goth enough. But um, even if it was black, Morrissey isn't goth. <laughs> it's not goth. Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll be like, come in, show me your, show me your, your, <laughs> what's your suicide. <laughs> what's uh, that? No, scars. they wouldn't fuck with suicide there. They'd probably fuck with like, show me your cutting scars. And cutting scars. We'll Where's your typo negative shirt at? Um, <laughs> we're fucking sing that. What's that Susie song that's in Batman Returns? Like, young, young. What's that fucking Susie song? It's a Susie song that's on Batman Susie Returns. And the Banshees. Yeah, it's a it's a song that came out uh, during Batman Returns when they're dancing. They're dancing at the ball and fucking Danny Vito's like ah crashed and fucking what? Yeah, remember when he comes out from the sewers? Uh huh. Fucking blows up in the middle of and he's like ah you didn't invite that, me so no, I crashed. That, that was during um. That's Batman Returns. Yeah, but that was when he when he comes out of. During the during the um the the masquerade ball, yeah, that's the song that's playing in the background. It's a Susie and the Banshee song. I thought it was a Lost Boys song, dude. No, it's Susie and the Banshees. <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> what fucking song is that? <laughs> you know the hits now. Now here's now hear it from Zeke and Drew. Goth hits. <laughs> you know that one from Batman Returns, I think. <laughs> and what about this one from from American Horror Story? Got a big You got all of them here. What about that one from The Hunger? That one that David Bowie was a vampire in. Why God, why translucent black capes back on the rack? Bella Lugosi's dead. Or your favorite from the Flintstones. <laughs> Flintstones! Face yes, the Flintstones! Yes. It's called Face to Face. There it is. Isn't it like... Let's see. Open I don't remember. Yeah, dude. It's a good song. It was a big song, but it wasn't as big as Bat Dance was, and it wasn't going to be as big as fucking Kiss by a Rose. <laughs> you know this one. <laughs> there used to be a great tower alone on the sea. You became the light in the dark time. Hit that, hit that note. Love remains. But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become alive in the light that you shine can be seen? Baby, I can meet you again. Face to face. See, I knew it was like something like that. Remember that's that it was a fucking hit, dude. It didn't chart as well as like of course nothing charted as well as Kiss by Rose, but or Bat Dance, but yeah, she had some time with that song. Hmm. And that was after like uh what is it? Uh Kiss Them For Me. Kiss them for me. Or Hong Kong Garden. Hong Kong. 
Garden. Go, was it? Oh. Was, was it a? Was oh. it a, a, a featuring Aristocat? <laughs> featuring Aristocat. <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it, Aristocat. Hong Kong Garden. Oh, oh, ho, ho. <laughs> That's a really good song, actually. Oh. But yeah, the way the way that uh, it used to be at that club was. Uh, it was a secret location, and you didn't know about it. Cloak and dagger. Cloak and dagger, and the only way you would be able to go is if you were. It's on TV right now. It's not like that on, fucking like, thing, but like, like on Hulu. But yeah, you would have to get a membership and be invited. So they have that now, but because like it's gotten so big, like the location's there, and you already know, but you can't get in without a membership card. It's a secret location, but the fucking guy's been like following me on Instagram on and off. Ooh. The, the dude from Cloak and Dagger, like it's either him or the singer from She Wants Revenge. He'll follow me. They'll follow you? They, that's what they do for membership. So they'll look at like what you're about and then they'll see if like you're a perfect fit. If not, they won't invite you. So they've already looked at me like three times. What? And they, they haven't said shit. So I'm like, fuck, man. I'm not goth enough. This sucks. Just I'm take, more just, emo just than take anything. A, take a selfie of you uh, oh, fucking with, gothed out. with some, with some uh, like light. You know, like put some some face powder and some men's scale. I've been looking so long at these pictures of you. I almost believe it's real. On side two of <laughs> Zeke and Drew. <laughs> Sing the hit. The cure. <laughs> the cure. <laughs> Not goth enough. Love cards. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday I got so old I felt like I could die. Go on, go on, just walk Zeke away. Zeke and Drew have the cure <laughs> for you. <laughs> Only three payments of nine ninety nine. That, that's gonna be uh, that. That'll be one of our uh, our Patreon uh, backers. Oh, you mean the one that no one fucking invests in anyway? You know I think we uh, one we need to push that more as far as posting content, exclusive content only on Patreon. So okay. I, think, I think that that can be something where give we'll it like do, a lost episode or something. Do yeah, do like like a special episode only. Okay. For our only for our Patreon backers, I'm with that. Uh, but then also, uh, also do like uh, sing sing bad covers of songs. <laughs> you mean every day of my life, dude? Right. Yeah. So I we can get we can get like uh we'll get like the I'll get like the karaoke song playing. Fuck like yeah! Karaoke version of let's song. just do that right now, dude. And then uh, and then we can sing the the. The bad words to a song. Hey, hey. Is the circle <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, why are we so good? What at song? That? What song? Let's see. Uh, nah, I don't want I'm just kidding. No, karaoke. Uh karaoke. Surprise me. Surprise me and see if I know it. See if I know this one that you're gonna pull up. Just one song, because I don't want this to go Death on for loads. Let's see. 
I spelled karaoke wrong, so that's your thing. Oh my god. What I put. Believe it or not, guys, we are college educated. Care oh karaoke. Sound sound it out. I need I know it sounds like a C, but it's a K. Car Care like a Karen. Karen. Karaoke. Oh, okay, here we go. Steve Aoki. Gnocchi. That's a type of Italian dish. Let's see. Here, this one this one will be uh Alright. <laughs> oh, I know this one. Stupid ads. Okay, skip that. I know this one. Of course you do. Got a big plan tonight, said maybe tonight, and Eliza at the right time, maybe tonight, and everyone's saying what they're doing tonight, and everyone is doing what they're going to provide. This charming man. I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to wear. Hi, yo. Hi, yo. You sound, <laughs> you sound like um fucking that part in in Home Alone two where he's like Christmas tree, my Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, Fuck yeah, we'll do. We'll, this could be a thing. That that I think that could be a thing. We'll close yeah. out with a with a a karaoke or or just make the karaoke songs exclusive. Oh god, yeah, but let's exclusive let's make karaoke. it exclusive. I don't want to end the fucking podcast with the fucking. Song or anymore. or we'll do like um mini episodes where it's literally just us singing a song the way we sing a song we can go on together with suspicious minds we'll do that i think that that would be easier because then we can just do it right after we after we record okay and that one can come out like we'll have an episode come out and then like three days later than that other one will come oh, out. Yeah, all right. and like it, it. it's kind of like a little filler and a little like hey if you guys like it throw it on your uh download it put it on your phone and make it like a like a song you listen to and and <laughs> make it like one of those songs you listen to you know those kids they listen to songs right on their on their ipods right like they can pull Your out reference? their zoom put it on there and- fucking zooms dude <laughs> Woo. 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 and yeah it'll be like so this this is what i what episode is this? Like forty-seven or something? Sure. So it'll be like forty-seven point five. Will be. Do you ever have a Zoom? I feel like you did. No, I didn't have one. No. No, I went from CD player to iPod to iPod. Yeah, I only knew one person that had a Zoom, and it was super odd because, like, I felt like she did it because she just did not. She like rebelled against. She didn't want to conform to. The yeah, but like Zoom failed so miserably. Where like. I'd be like, yo, plug in your Zoom. She's like, I can't. There's not an adapter that fits it in here. I'm like, what the fuck did you buy this for, you know? <laughs> Super odd. I had good times with Zoom. 
I never. I, I think I wanted one. Yeah. <clears throat> because it was less expensive than. Yeah, that I was thought. the that was the gimmick. Yeah. But it was. I think it was. It was just the same amount of storage and everything. Yeah, just, everything was the same. It was just yeah, it was a little less expensive, but like. Their formats were just fucking oh, yeah. weird, man. Like, you couldn't do anything with it. I think my dad might have had one. Fuck yeah. I know. He, he always gets various, like, MP3 players. The fir- had, yeah. The first time I had an MP3 had player was because it was a fucking Black Friday giveaway out of Old Navy. <laughs> and it could fit, like, 40 songs on there. Yeah. So I put, like, the 40th hardest songs ever. And I was like, yeah, man. Fucking use it so I could go jogging. But the thing about that was is like it was so small that I would lose it. So I could never find it. No, I, I had it where I I instead of having MP3 format, yeah, I had the AAC format. Woo. So, uh, like a two megabyte song was like twenty five megabytes. Yeah, I didn't fit much of this. Yeah, I didn't have yeah, like songs. five songs on there. Yeah, I, I, it was supposed to be the best audio sounding thing, and yeah, no, it didn't. Man, technology the way it was, dude. Uh, anything, anything else you got for now? Nope. Nope. Um, check Zeke out on Instagram. Yep. At my name is really Zeke. Yep. It is. Check me out on Instagram at I underscore Drew underscore Andrew. Yeah. I've got some new stuff on my Etsy page. Uh, I got a, uh, uh, Dale Gribble. Yes. And they're fucking amazing, dude. Dale Gribble. They're so cool. Soft enamel pin. Uh, two inches, pretty heavy. Uh, yeah, of his, of his uh, gun club president poster. They got some good weight to it. So, uh, yeah, I mean they're pretty inexpensive for the price. Pretty competitive to other pins. So check it out. Get yours now. Yeah, while supplies last. Um, I think if if I get if if I get five sales of pins, then I'll do a giveaway. Cool. If I get five sold, I'll do a giveaway. And so far, I've got two sold. So if I get three more sold, if I get three more oh sold, my God, are you doing the math right now? If I get three more sold, <laughs> by the next time an episode oh, comes out, man. I will do a giveaway. I can't believe we did the math right now. So I sold two. So if if you and got, I said if, I was gonna have five, if I sell five, so pins, if I sell three more, then the giveaway happens. So I've already two. So five minus two is three. <laughs> yes. Three plus two is five. So we've got three more to sell. Check it out. I've got a lot of other cool stuff on there. Uh, prints, originals, like it. Uh, check out our Patreon, like we mentioned. Uh, you break it, you pot it. Yeah. Or I think it's uh, patreon.com slash you break it. Um, like we said, we'll post some uh, some exclusive content on there. Just me drunk singing karaoke. Like vegan drunk, <laughs> whatever that means. Grass. <laughs> it's, it's, gra- it's grass that beer. Grass <laughs> it's, gra- it's, gra- it's grass that you put your beer on. <laughs> you got tired of the beer, so you threw it out. I'm like, a drunk, man. Uh, other than that, before we leave, uh, Steve Soto, the adolescence passed away. I just wanted to bring that ooh, up. Yeah. Rip it up. So we're going to play Adolescent Song at the end of this. Adolescent, rest in peace. There's nothing to do. Excitement level zero. I can't find a girl. Cause a lot of chasing heroes. 
Groove on with another jet jet! 